Hello, welcome back to another edition of the Return the Picks podcast, where once again we're trying to win money off the NFL, and once more we are falling very short indeed. Myself, Ollie Wilson, Dave Bluck, and Jazz Gillum talking uh, a little bit of NFC East. I don't know why we continue to circle around. We're like it's a dumpster fire. We're like flies around a big pile of garbage. Yeah, just yep. We seem to circle back to the NFC East every single week. Uh, so we're talking a bit of that. We were talking a little bit of the crazy crazes coming back into the NFL with Antonio Brown, obviously joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we were talking uh, some gambling and some bets as well. Uh, should we go back and to last Steelers week's? Ravens. Oh, yeah, Steelers-Ravens. Uh, a bit of Jazz thinks Lamar Jackson is a choke artist. I think that's exactly Not what he Not quite said. yet, and but let's just wait and see. <laughs> really a bullish take on the uh, reigning nfl mvp but we'll dive into that <laughs> on the podcast as well that's a very odd sentence to say yeah that mvp guy from last year is just a choke artist really don't worry about that guy um, remember matt ryan was mvp Ooh, yeah shit. deservedly so so is lamar jackson what's he done from it as lately <laughs> don't come after matt ryan you son hey hey ollie wanted to give me a bit of grief for the mvp thing just try what to say have it. you done for me lately he used to do shit for you but what has he done for you lately there you go good job nice um let's talk bets quickly from last week uh, oh, i didn't oh, do so great i've got mine here i went three and three same as me yeah not too much to talk about really from there i had yeah three bad ones i mean the worst one that i should uh, admit some shame to is betting on the dallas cowboys oh. who got pummeled by the washington r words um, so that was a bad yeah. one. And my Falcons losing to the Detroit Lions in typical Falcon style. Um, yeah, those two mean that I probably shouldn't place any more bets on this podcast, but I will anyway because that's what I do. I come back. <laughs> You've got to have that belief. Yeah. Yeah, rise up and lose some more money. <laughs> uh, Jazzy going three and three as well last yeah, week. I, I don't want to go over who I picked, but I went three and three. Yeah, we can go through them quickly. Uh, Packers minus 3.5 came off. The Steelers came off. The Chiefs plus 45, I think I've got down there, came off. Yeah. Um, yeah, Overall points in their game, of course. And then the Bills, the Falcons, and the Saints all letting you down. Because the uh, the Bills-Jets game was just garbage. How did the Bills not do that as well? That was nothing but field goals for the Bills. It was ridiculous. Mm. I know. That worries After me about so much, this week, so much faith in like Josh Allen and, well, I didn't personally have that, but a lot of people did, but Stefan Diggs and everything, and then to see that, I was like, oh. Yeah. Guess the, I guess Probably shouldn't have bet on them this week against the Patriots, but I have, Awkward. and you have. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I actually think that the Jets' offense is probably better than the Pats' offense at this point, to be honest. Ugh, I don't know. Well, well they right. are. Right. Who, well. Who, you've got better receivers at the Jets. I'm just... Running backs are not too dissimilar. O-line's not that dissimilar. And I think Donald's a better quarterback than Brian Hoyer. So I'm just waiting for the, oh my God, Ollie, you were right. Cam Newton, not very good. Oh, like, cause... Well, Jazz said, says on this podcast that he's got off the cam train. So yeah. Yeah. we'll segue into that. However, I said the cam train is, is stopped at a station where it has no help and no footpath and no anything so i'd like to do it's just like it's like a, one of it's like one of those stations in the wild west in the yeah. movies where they like wild yeah. west it's, again it's, there's nothing there it's just like a shack and like an old man and he just like looks at the train and yeah. then it's not over a toilet off into the dust welcome, welcome here to tumbleweed junction we only get one train hey. coming around here a year 
Hey, mister! Hey, mister, you, you getting off here? There's nothing here! And then he just shoots him, just shoots the old man in the face. Wait, mm. Cam Newton? Yeah, well, whoever got okay, off the train. Right. Wait, d- hang, hang on, hang on. Jazz is getting off the train. So Jazz I'd be the one. Cam Newton train. Jazz so Jazz shoots the old man in the face. I mean, I don't, I don't mind the old man. I'm probably going to shoot him in the face. No, you kill him. You kill I him. think that's unfair. You killed him. There's nothing else to do with Tumbleweed. I already, I already killed him. Yeah, yeah you murdered him. All right. <laughs> Harvesting hope. Uh, so you both, you both went <laughs> three and three. Uh, I managed to pull off uh, for the second week in a row the uh, five and one, which was rather frustrating. There's a bit on that at the end of the podcast because I didn't want to bore everybody with it here. But Baker Mayfield. But you're going to anyway, yeah. clearly. Uh, but that leaves us. Uh, started to flip reverse it a little bit in terms of the... Yeah, Ollie, I assume you're who's uh, leading now. Yeah, now, right? Jazz, in the lead. Jazz has dropped down to 22. Dave's staying middle of the pack, 23. And I've got right. 26 correct oh, bets man, overall pulling this season away. at the moment. But pulling away like your Eagles are going to pull away in the NFC East. Let's... Ah! Yeah, let's leave That's it. That's more of a raven point. sound than an eagle. That's I think eagles hawk. don't make a very good sound, actually. I'm sure I heard somewhere no. that the natural sound of eagles is pretty bad. They have, like, the squeaky sound that echoes around the valley. That no, sounds... I'm pretty sure that, that, that noise is actually incorrect. I'm sure they've made that as a different noise for eagles. Well, eagles have got a really bad noise. Movies tell me it's that, and we shouldn't probably discuss bird noises for too Right long. now on the intro let's save it for next week when i really want to get into if the patriots do badly the new england patriots uh we skirt around them a little bit on the show but i think we start with a little bit of steelers ravens to kick things off uh so sit back and enjoy the podcast there you go over the middle picked off Blitz coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. Talk, talk to me about something. Okay, so I Tell think me. one of the big talking points of this week is the only remaining undefeated team the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing their arch nemesis, the Baltimore Ravens. And it's a chance for Lamar Jackson to have hopefully a big game, not from my point of view, but for the league, because every time he's had the big games against Mahomes this year, the two playoff losses he's had, he hasn't really shown up very much. He's very good in the regular season and not really done much when the pressure's really been on. Reminds me of somebody I know in fantasy football. Yeah, it's literally me, although this year has been a, 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 even a dumpster fire. That's putting it too politely. Um, also a bit like Peyton Manning in some way. You can be great during the regular season, but when you get to the postseason, either his play falls off or the players around him aren't performing as well, or the coaches that he's up against have just figured him out, possibly. It's kind of like you used to be good at fantasy in the regular season, and now you can't yeah. even manage that. No, I can't even manage a win this year. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. Just thought I'd Just thought I'd put that Mistakes in. were made. Many. Maybe I'm just trying to let Ollie have a break from the Eli jersey. Maybe that's what it is, though. So, <laughs> oh, you're, you're so sympathy. woke, Jazz. You're sympathy so woke. right there. I just, I just sometimes fear for your mental health, Ollie, having to wear the big blue jersey yet again that you bought twice, once as a kid and once as an adult. Um, so I thought it was about time someone shared the load with you. I can't believe that I'm not going to get to see the jersey. 
I mean, you jazz. can by picture, but you're not going to get it in person, yeah. I know. That's I upsetting. did think this today. I was like, it's kind of jazz is actually getting off lightly. <laughs> I win. Yeah. yeah. I win. Oh. Uh, you don't win. I mean, you're still a, a loser in every sense of the word. It's still not over. There's fantasy. still enough time for <coughs> capitulation. This is now. If you, if you, this is just extended now into a complete fantasy chat that no one wants to hear about whatsoever. Yeah. So if you, there's 120 points in this. That's way too much over the next eight, nine, ten, four pulled, weeks. You pulled back 50 the week before last, though. And then I gave up fucking 70 this week. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, that's. But I was, if you Mistakes didn't give up 70 made. this week, like you were back in it. If so, I didn't if give you, up 100 the whole time, may not be in the situation man right now. Yeah, Ollie, if you found a way to Falcons this now it would be a truly <laughs> be epic. epic collapse call me quinn uh, baby call me <laughs> call quinn. me quinny okay. uh, all right so let's get back to baltimore against pittsburgh yeah then. tell me um last two years baltimore have beaten pittsburgh both times uh, sorry last year even uh won both games yeah but I mean, that's against duck hodges and mason rudolph so yeah you don't really deserve a medal so for that are you are you starting a jackson doesn't get it done I'm not starting it, and I'm not trying to say that it's a... I'm not saying it's a trope. I think it could eventually become a trope that becomes useless. I'm just saying that some of the big games he's played, he hasn't shown up as much as he should. If you look at the playoff losses, like I said, and the game against Mahomes I don't know if the Titans game could be in that, because even though they didn't win that game, he still passed for over 300 yards. I think he rushed for over 100. You mean the Chiefs game? No, the the game against the Titans that they lost. Last year in the playoffs. Yeah, oh, sorry about this season. Sorry, mate. So, I don't know if you can hang that on on his door. That was a team performance, and he didn't he didn't finish the game, but he put up crazy numbers. So I don't know if you could say that he didn't show up in that big game, and that was the last big game that he's played. So I don't know. It's, it seems like yeah. Can we go? I mean, he's come onto the scene so quickly and so explosively that it's kind of like. I don't know. It's a small sample size of big games. Oh, it is. Yeah. If he loses this one, though, it becomes an extra one to go into that sample size. If he really doesn't show up, then yeah. Just, I mean, they could lose the game to a very, very good Steelers team. Yeah. I think you, you and the Bucks are the best teams in the whole league. So, you know, it's no, you know, it doesn't mean that you're a bad team if you lose to the the Steelers right now. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's it's an interesting one. Uh, it's one that I think some people will be like, well, I guess that's why Lamar Jackson slipped to where he did in the draft and people questioned him coming into the draft and things like that because since he's come into the NFL, he's kind of proved all doubters wrong pretty much from the word go in terms of what he can do. You know, he, he can pass pretty darn well from the pocket. I wouldn't say he's like a Sliceman Dyson type quarterback, but he's not that kind of player. His mobility is outrageous. Um, as he said last year in the in the playoffs, he put up big numbers even when they lost to Tennessee. Uh, yeah. First ever playoff game wasn't exactly great for him, but you can kind of forgive him because he's still such a young player. And I almost wonder if the Ravens were even expecting what they've got out of Lamar Jackson. If they've been like, yeah. oh, geez, we need to get the rest of this team caught up with this guy because we're suddenly in a, a Super Bowl window has just opened up mm-hmm. even more for them. So and let's sign Des Bryant. I mean, that was odd. He's on the practice week. squad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's even going to make the team. I so. can't imagine him making it. I can't it. imagine either. They'd have to have some injuries and stuff, wouldn't they? Does have he make seen double, the video? double figures in catches this year, under or over? Uh, under. 
Well, I don't think he's going to play. So. so you don't think he'll make 10 catches? You don't think they'll bring him in? As, okay. Have you seen plays. the video of him, I think, training somewhere? He's just standing, jogging his arms back and forth and trying to catch the ball. And there's about five balls fired at him and he misses every single one. <laughs> see that video? No. Yeah, it's not good. Okay. It doesn't look photoshopped in any way either. That looks literally not like the NFL fantasy ones from the old days of look at me, I can kick up this ball onto the bell. No, you can't. That's pretty funny if somebody has managed to deep fake that. Yeah. yeah. Some Eagles fan is just trolling the hell out of Des Bryant, even <laughs> though he hasn't played in like three years. I really like that if that was true. It is interesting actually. Sorry, I'm just looking at the numbers because as I say I didn't really do any like research or anything on what we were doing this evening. Um He's only ever had one 300-yard-plus passing game in his, in the regular season and then, obviously, the playoff game last year against the Titans. But aside from that, I mean, he does so much work with his legs, but it is kind of interesting that he doesn't... Yeah, he hasn't hit 300-plus more than once in the regular season in his career as a passer. Um, so he's I don't, not really a passer, though, is he? No, that's true. He's just a running back, I guess. And the way that that, that yeah. offense runs is that you have one or two big splash run... Uh, Pass plays will either go for a touchdown or will set up a running back to score from 20 yards or 10 yards or they'll have a, a big run that gets them into the red zone then they'll he'll run around and then find Mark Andrews in the end zone for 10 yeah, yards. Yeah, I mean, I mean like the Rams the Rams last year, the Rams game, he has five touchdown passes but 169 passing yards. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Just also, <laughs> though, in that one, I, I can't remember the game but the, the defense might have also set them up into good field position. So if you yeah. have a very good defense who i'm sure there was a game a week or so ago where it might be in the one of the bills games or the titans games where they start the their drives at the opposing teams 25 30 22 and 28 something like that, that. was probably the eagles wow. game in week six it could have been yeah yeah and so if you have your defense doing that for you well actually you're not going to get many yards just because there isn't many yards to attain to get a touchdown did they just sign Ngokwe as well? Yannick Ngokwe just turned yeah, up. That's yeah, that's a big one, that one. Had his first training ah. session Him yesterday. and Calais Campbell. Rejoined forces. Jeez, the the rich just get richer. Some of these, you know, looking as, uh, you know, as a Falcons fan, who just look at some of these starry teams, they just seem to attract so much talent, like... I don't know. It's pretty nuts. Uh, we're getting into an NBA sort of situation where team pl- players are taking more kind of small-time money deals but to get rings and put them in the best chance to win Super Bowls and stuff depending on where they are in their career, um, which I kind of I understand, but I don't like the whole pile-on-a-team kind of thing. We'll we'll come on to that in a bit when we talk about Antonio Brown and stuff, but it, I kinda, it's not I supposed under- to be how the NFL is. Yeah, I understand Yannick Ngokwe kind of doing it because he's, been stuck in some pretty bang average to poor teams at times. I mean, he was part. Well, I assume that he's still getting uh, paid, Ollie, as well. Sorry. Yeah, he will be. So that helps to take, yeah. you know, a, a haircut, doesn't it? But the, he's on the franchise tag, isn't he? And got quite. Um, I'm sure he was tagged by the Jags and then traded. So I think he's still on the tag. I'm not sure if he signed a long-term deal with the Vikings. I'm sure he can look that up for us. Yeah, I could be I making, so. I could be remembering it wrong. Maybe he did sign a long-term deal. No, no, with no, he didn't. No, no, no. That's why it was a one-year, and that's why they got rid of him because they don't, they're not doing anything this season. It was an admission that, oh, okay, we don't need a one-year player to push us over the edge because yeah. we're not going to make yeah, the playoffs. He was, he was tagged by that's the. Why. He was tagged by the Jags. <laughs> by Jags. Yeah, that's why they moved on. But um, but to go to go back to this Ravens Steelers game, uh. 
I, I it's definitely the biggest game in the NFL at the moment. Um, yeah, I think the Ravens have been still pretty darn good this year, but as you mentioned, Jazz, the Kansas City game kind of shone out as they still looked a step behind, even though it's early in the season and there's loads of asterisks on you know a COVID season, preseason preparations, early season yeah. teams aren't going to look like late season teams, all that kind of stuff. But it at that moment it was a glaring kind of oh you aren't the Chiefs yet and you you're still a fair few steps behind and taking on their arch rivals who are unbeaten this weekend it's hard not to look at the Steelers and I didn't you know if you'd asked me this 12 months ago I wouldn't have said yeah Steelers I reckon will probably win this it's like the, they well, look a more complete team than the Ravens do at the moment. Having having Ben back is having made a quarterback so so much difference. Yeah, and finding you know some more talent out of seemingly nowhere like Claypool and stuff. And like the play calling has just been exceptional. They're just the way they're doing these long drives, just sucking the clock up. It's just keeping the really, defense really fresh. Who the are clock. then putting incredible pressure on both sides and through the middle. So yeah. That's a big strength of the minute for us. It was the strength for us last year, to be honest. It'll be this is the first time in many years that Ben's had talented receivers, a, ta- well, a, a good running back, a very good offensive line, but also to go with that, an excellent defense. Usually, it's he has the offense around him, or back in the early so early two thousand and tens and late two thousands, it was a very very good defense and a decent offense. Mm-hmm. So now it's probably a very very balanced team in comparison to how it used to be now were now you, i will were you a little i will say last week that yeah they were lucky to get out of that game with the victory oh, in the end it's exactly what yeah. i was going to ask you yeah. because that wasn't that was the steelers starting so brightly and then they faded they took the very quickly in that also losing devon bush is a big thing i don't know how that's going to affect us going forward because he's the heartbeat of that defense as well but there was like a lot of discussion about a look that Roethlisberger gave at the end of the game when uh, mm. when the field goal was missed, when he was like, oh, jeez, <laughs> God, got away with that one, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, if it had gone to uh, overtime, you really felt like the Titans were going to win because they had all the momentum. I think you guys were 24-10 up at yeah. one point. 27-10, so I think it was, in the end. That was pretty surprising. To, that's how, well, it finished, it finished 24-27. I thought yeah. you scored another field goal it may be. that time. I, but if I'm it doesn't matter. Once it hit seventeen zero, that's all I care yeah, about yeah. for the bet. I mean, I was, I mean, I was surprised that a your defense didn't hold out that game, and that your offense didn't put on any more points. They really had it sewn up. So that's a little bit of a warning sign. And they have played, even though they're they're six and zero, they've played these games pretty tight. Like they're not blowing anybody out. You know, twenty six twenty one against the Broncos. Yeah. 26-16 against the Giants, Texans who were really close. bad. And yeah, the Texans was 28-21, 38-29 against the Eagles. That's pretty comfy, I suppose. But 29 points against for the Eagles is quite a lot. Um, it's really the Browns game is the only really comfortable Victory. win on both sides of the ball, which is quite surprising. I mean, even though it's like it's the first time apparently in their franchise they've been six and zero, which is crazy considering all the amazing. Steelers teams that we've seen but it feels like going into week seven there's been more convincing Steelers teams in terms of scores so I don't know that there, there, there must be some chinks in there, there like are, when you look at those scores I don't know they're a team that throughout this year I've struggled to put my finger on 
because you know Claypool has a big game. You obviously had the big game against Philadelphia and stuff, and you're like, oh, and people are jumping all over that, and oh, that's amazing. And, and Juju coming into the season was going to be great, and you know James Conner is a good running back, and having Big Deontay Ben back is going to be excellent. And and I when I watch it, the Steelers never excite me, and they've never really excited me anyway because they're a boring side to watch for so many years. When it was you know the brutal defense and. As we've mentioned so many times, you go back to like the mid two thousands, late two thousands of the Steelers against the Ravens, and how they were both ugly football teams, but ugly. That Depends you what you're looking for. Yeah, but this Steelers team doesn't reek of that sort of quality to me. Watching them, they don't have any superstars, really, do they? But they are, they are really good. Well, not on outfit. Not on together. offense. They're they're a really good outfit. With a great coach, and you know Shane Vereen said to us, coaching is the extra like five percent that gets yeah. you over the line in a lot of these games. And uh, and Mike Tomlin's just a don done at the moment. He's and doing think, very think, well to motivate his players. Absolutely. I think a, I think a lot of it has to come down to Tomlin and how yep. he's handling yep. the the franchise. Um, yeah, coach of the year so far. But I I, would d- have thought. I I still don't know if I completely trust the Steelers to be like. I wouldn't look if the Ravens were six and zero. Oh, obviously had their bye week last week, you'd be thinking, wow, nailed on to be AFC perhaps. Or there'd be more talk about it, I think. Whereas the Steelers, it's taken them a while to get to like the top of a lot of people's power rankings. And yeah. even then, I think there's a few kind of conversation points you can have about them, which is, well, should they be there? I mean, they're only there because they are unbeaten. It's, it's more like a college football playoff type thing where, you know, Ohio can go 6-7-0 and and be number one in the country but as soon as they lose, they'll drop down five, six, seven places and a load of other yeah. teams will usurp them. That's that's the thing I have with the Steelers at the moment. Okay, that's fair. We'll have to wait and see what the weekend kind of brings. I think that it's going to be a very good test for both teams and it'll be the, mm. the definitely the game of the week without question. I'm really happy it's an early kickoff because we get to watch it. I think it might not be the game on Sky though, Dave, so you might not be able to watch it in full. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to red zone. I'll it. probably... So probably it's probably one unless it's really poor somehow that I'd watch the forty back for anyway. I'd so. probably red zone it anyway as well, to be honest. I just prefer red zone. Anyway, but I would I'm very keen to see what happens with that. I've got high hopes and I think it's a good a good test for the both teams, like I said, and hopefully Have we you got a, a score, game. Jazz? I haven't got a it? score, but I think the Steelers win it. Okay. That's my Ollie, what that's do you my reckon? feeling. I feel the Steelers win it until I talk myself out of the Steelers winning it. About three minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it sounds like you kind of like low key don't like the Steelers. Sounds oh, that way, doesn't of, it? It's not that it's low key. Like I'm not really into the Steelers that much, but I'm That's giving them fun. I'm giving them the benefit of their record at the moment. So yeah, I say Steelers. That's cool. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's going to be a field goal kind of game. I think they're going to oh do yeah, it real tight, tight as they've done most of these games, but. You know, I think they'll get they'll get the key stops, so yeah. Okay, Jazz, talking of feeling confident and liking the future, what do you think about some poison getting into a locker room? As Antonio <laughs> Brown signs. Oh, I didn't see that segue coming. <laughs> you just had a crazy look in your eye, kind of like Antonio Brown. Yeah, so that's just good. waiting for the gummy bear dicks to appear now. <laughs> it's infectious. It's real infectious. <laughs> uh, yeah, Antonio Brown goes wherever Tom Brady goes. That's what he wanted to do. That's what he's done. 
signs officially with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. The Bucks now look insanely stacked, although uh, Gob wins out this weekend again. But Mike Evans, second leading in the league with touchdowns this year so far. Chris Godwin, once he gets back and healthy, is, well, showed last year he's an absolute beast. If he can connect with Brady, that's great. Gronk started getting into the games more as well. That run game is looking good with Jones and Fournette getting set to come back in. And Fournette did well when we've seen him recently in the last week. And now you throw Antonio Brown into the mix. And Scotty Miller. Don't forget Scotty Miller. He had a massive game last week. Yeah, huge. Well, he's yeah. he's the one who everyone's been talking about having he a great, great, great well. connection, hasn't they? Like as soon as Brady walked into the building, it was he loved just being with them. Like, okay, yeah, fine. Um but yeah, he had a had a great game last week. How does Bruce Arians control all of this? Because doesn't some of it make you think like Brady's in charge? And I think a little bit, yeah. And that's not great if you're Bruce Arians. And then he did apparently make a comment of like, well, this is my team or something like that. Does Bruce Arians have a lot of say in the AB move? And does he really, does anybody really want to bring Antonio Brown in except for Brady, who knows that it's a absolute weapon for him personally? Just it- you made an interesting point before we keep going on Antonio Brown. Bruce Arians with this team, I haven't seen his name. It really does seem like it's Tom Brady and the Bucks this year. Bruce Arians is, you know, I mean, not many coaches get in the Hall of Fame, but he's had a kind of Hall of Fame worthy career as a coordinator and then as a head coach. He was, when he became a head coach at the Cardinals, he was a huge personality and it was his team 100%. Doesn't it feel like he's not being talked about very much? Is That's a really good point. To a point, yeah. I think that with yeah. Brady coming in, having his leadership and his ability to change a culture quite quickly because of the standards he will force upon himself and of everyone else. Oh, guys, everybody's got to go vegan now, so... <laughs> I got this great training. You should get him to help you out. Don't yeah, know why he Bray's got a girly eat, voice, but he, he doesn't even eat like onions and stuff. It's extreme. I was watching uh, Jesus. I was watching um, you watching Good Jesus? Mythical. No, I wasn't watching Jesus. Okay. Have you heard of uh, Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link? No, it's a YouTube show. Anyway, they're quite fun. Might watch, check them out. Some of the things they do are quite funny. But they're doing um, guess the celebrities cheat meal. So they had different cheat meals, and they had to put a celebrity's face on which cheat meal it was. One okay. of the cheat meals was roasted kale and couscous. And that was Tom Brady's cheat meal. That Dave is the exact face you should be pulling. A disbelief and shock. That's kind of like when I tell you that I have vegetarian yeah, uh, chicken nuggets yeah. Yeah. And, and vegetarian sausages. That's the face that you pull. Cool. Could you not More disrespect that, them by yes. calling them vegetarian chicken nuggets because they're not chicken? I know that's what they say on the packet, though, which is really well. Those soon not going to be saying that. Apparently, they're going to be called vegetarian tubes and vegetarian nuggets. Because they're what the chicken industry is suing. And you them can't call them sausages because they're not sausages. Okay. Isn't a sausage just anything? It's just the container, and you put anything in it makes it a sausage. I think you have to have it as a sausage. It has to be an intestine to make it a sausage. Okay. That's my I mean, that's my understanding. We'll do some research. Wrong. We'll do some research on that. Check save it right it, now. Save it for the sausage podcast. <laughs> mm, that sounds like it's about yeah. something else, yeah, doesn't it? Does. It? Yeah. it really does. So Antonio Brown. So I'm just looking. So he's only his base salary for this year one point four million. So what's the risk? 
There's loads of incentives in there, apparently. The, so the he risk could, is... He could earn a, a lot more than that if they make the playoffs and the Super Bowl, etc., and he gets his targets, but... The risk is uh, he's up on domestic abuse charges. He is, uh, what, two screws short of a Meccano set? I don't know how else I know, but that. you like, kind of know that, right? Like, you just kick him out as soon as he's causing trouble. I think that he won't cause trouble, though, with Brady there. I think Brady will keep him in check. I think that that move was decided by Brady leveraging for him and saying, it's on me. If he fucks everything up, I'll well, take the blame. I'll make sure he doesn't. I'll keep him in line. We never got to see it tested, did we? Really, the Brady and Brown over a long period of time because he was there for about no, six w- days in New England. Yeah, was he like, was living with him, wasn't he? Game, wasn't he? He was living with him. So weird. Really? Yeah, AB was living with Brady when he moved there. Why is he so like connected to this? Because he knows because how Brady good he is. Brady's like a, a a squeaky clean, like they're not you know, that fairly squeaky. kind of normal. But like he's a winner. This is the difference between like the image. Yeah, that but to athlete... have him live with you, to have him live with you, like how is he dealing with that? I couldn't deal with that guy for two minutes talking to him. This, let alone like this is like the problem with athletes creating media profiles and like profiles for the public that only we get to see. When like Tom Brady might be an absolute savage of a person, like obviously keeps his body in shape and things like that, but like his thoughts and his attitude towards stuff, it must be I'm gonna win, I win at any cost whatsoever. If I have to deal with this batshit crazy guy hanging around in my house for twelve months to get me another ring to ensure that I'm considered the greatest of all time, I'll do that because I don't care. I just need to be winning and selling my brand. And I think there's loads of superstar athletes that are at that level. That's why I don't trust athletes on like Instagram and stuff like, oh, hey, guys, yeah, like LeBron's Taco Tuesday oh, thing. Yeah, I mean, LeBron yeah, might yeah. be the nicest guy on the planet for, for all he I know. He does beat the crap out of his kid. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. There's, there's it's a meme on the internet of um, LeBron finishing the finals and they have an image of a, a little boy running away and that's Bronny knowing that daddy's coming home. Because, oh Jesus, Jeff! Yeah, no, it's, it's it's that's the case. That's the meme. That's the meme. I didn't make it. That's what it is. I'm sorry, but LeBron is known to give his kid a little bit of a whooping, a bit like Adrian Peterson said that he did. Okay. Ollie's now looking it up. You no, it no, out? I'm, no, no, not at all. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna fact check. I think check that was myself. Ollie's. Ollie's silence was kind of like this has taken a dark turn. But my, my whole thing we, was we like, tend to wait till the end of podcasts <laughs> for them to go really dark. Like when you we just stop recording, dived in in like ten minutes. No, my, it, but my thing is, is you know they all put on these person like personalities like LeBron's like, hey guys, Taco Tuesday, oh, everyone's having fun. Uh. But actually, as soon as that Instagram camera goes off, and I've seen people be like that in different scenarios, like guys that work in the media i've seen somebody take do a video to their phone and be like hey guys hi, everything's amazing down here oh awesome and as soon as they turn off the phone again it's like oh yeah well you know they're not like that bubbly on-camera yeah, personality yeah. all the time far from it in fact. so what you're saying to in summary is tom brady's a piece of shit tom brady might be an absolute savage and he's just <laughs> like look i will have this guy come wherever because he's his problems are worth how good he is to win yeah. And Arians is yeah. like, we can't afford him. And Brady's like, he'll take no money. Bit like Cam kind of backed himself, which that went fantastically wrong last weekend. But Oh, man. But, Jazz, are you, by the way, are you going to get off the Cam train at any point? Or are you still on? Well, every defensive player is piling on the Cam train at the moment and shutting <laughs> it down. So I wouldn't. <laughs> However, he's not got anything to work with, has he? It, it really shows up that the Patriot offense last year had very little. 
and this year it's even more threadbare and not having Brady there to give it some sort of crutch makes a huge difference to it. So it comes back to the whole Brady versus Belichick thing, doesn't it, a little bit? And maybe it's showing that Brady might be the winner there. Well, I think it shows shows that that system quarterback chat needs to take a nosedive. I don't think you can take this Brady-Belichick thing, okay, if we're going to move on from the Bucks thing slightly, but bring it back in a way, because Brady hasn't had a test going to Tampa Bay. He's had his best mate come down and join him to be part of that team. They were already a great defense, which takes the pressure off the offense, and they've littered talent around him way more talent if anything it's like what quarterback wouldn't succeed in tampa bay right now you know it does look great though i gotta be honest it does look great i mean he's last week especially i mean he looked really really good he's getting better and he's more in sync with his players but is there a part isn't there a part of you that's a bit like well yeah but if i had all of these weapons to throw at and the time that he's getting to throw good NFL quarterback should be able to do that and Belichick on the other hand has gone and got no offense whatsoever in terms of yeah. receivers the offensive yeah. line keeps on getting beaten up and beaten up and you know uh, well they've got their right guard playing center now because they haven't got any starting centers they've uh, also lost Edelman to an injury for the rest of the year so they're only really decent receivers gone for the year and he was super yep. quiet anyway yeah so it, unfortunately it's like the worst time to have the Belichick Brady debate because the Patriots are crumbling on offense, quite literally, and the defense isn't holding up that much better this year. Yeah, and and Brady's, the Bucks are number one. Maybe Brady's failing for fields. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. Brady's around more talent than ever. But just going back, do you, do you really think the AB thing, especially in Florida, like crazy man in Florida does crazy shit? Like that's Antonio Brown on the front page of the Tampa. Press yeah, I can't wait day. for that. That's going to be fun, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah, I, Florida I, man and a picture of AB <laughs> bites opposing player on the face or something. I don't know. Yeah. I I just I I worry it's going to ruin the real charm that I've had with the Bucks this year because they brought yeah. the good they brought yeah. the good unis back and won everybody over with the looks. They they play really good football to watch offensively and defensively and Bruce Arians is a really nice guy. And now you're just bringing this layer of oh Antonio Brown we're going to have to deal it's with It's culture this though, isn't it? It comes out to culture. I judge I judge any team that, you know, I I thought that the Patriots that it was pretty nuts that they it was very cynical that they signed him last year to big money as well i think it was 15 million at the time the at Patriots the time they did year. as well with the like the video was still going around that week of the kind of yeah. incident he had yeah. in the middle of the street and stuff i know so it, it is very cynical i judge any team for bringing in that guy because he seems awful um and especially because they don't need it i think that's what's weird it's kind of like you never have too you know, many weapons you can never have too many weapons, but it does, like Ollie's mentioned, there's a lot of potential downside as well. So even though it's low cost and the potential upside is, you know, a Hall of Fame receiver in his prime, it's also like you're already killing it on both sides of the ball. So, But how many times have Evans and Godwin been injured? Yeah. So if you have them lost for a couple of weeks in the playoffs, for example, and you have him as your backup to them, well, that's not a bad bloody backup, is it? I know, but it is. I agree with I agree with you, Ollie. It takes some of the shine off because uh, you know I have enjoyed watching the Bucks, and even though it's it's weird for me to see the Bucks as being relevant and to be a Super Bowl contender because they haven't even made the playoffs since two thousand seven. Mm. So, like the whole time I've been a Falcons fan, and most of the time that I've been watching football, they haven't been a factor. 
So like to see yeah. them now potentially going, you know, fourteen win season or twelve plus win season, whatever they're going to end up at, is really weird. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's good for me that I can like start to dislike them again. Yeah, that preseason bet of having <laughs> the uh, the Pats and Bucks as the Super Bowl teams, half of it looks like it might happen. The yeah, other but, half, definitely well, not. The other half no. is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs because the other team that is stacking talent that's become disenfranchised with their place is the Kansas City Chiefs. So like yeah. they just added How a funny would it be, Bucks, Chiefs, yeah. Brown on one side, Bell on the other. I do actually, I was wondering if pile on teams and everything like that if maybe you know the Ravens going out and getting Ngokwe and AB going I know AB was always going to follow Tom everywhere anyway apparently but if any of it was triggered by Le'Veon Bell going to Kansas City as well of just seeing that it's becoming more acceptable for guys to get on to good teams while they can for for less money and kind of jump on if it's just like that kind of broke the camel's back if you will if it's now kind of accept really acceptable to do that in the nfl to a point but both the ravens and the chiefs needed the players the chiefs needed a backup running back for edwards Alaire or one to share the load with yeah and the ravens needed a second pass rusher opposite matt judon so you've got two needs being filled by decent trades and not really costing them that much so no it just makes sense really yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how your boy uh, Bell gets on this week, Jazz against the Jets. It looked pretty good of, when he came think, on the other week. I think he's gonna get he's gonna get a lot in the second half because you assume they're gonna be already up by two scores. Yeah, um, so it would be sensible to take Ceh off for. It looked like they were rotating. Uh, got in Bell. Looked like they were rotating drives last week. One drive was Ceh and one drive was Bell, and then flopping and flipping. Which actually works yeah. to keep them both really fresh. And when Bell had the ball, he was shifting, he was moving, he was sidestepping, made some decent gains. I'm pretty sure he had one of his first runs went for 17 or 18 yards. So you put him behind an offensive line that can actually block and a quarterback that actually people are scared of and receivers who can take everyone and run past them. Suddenly he has all the space he needs like he did at Pittsburgh. Yeah. So I think they do need a bit of juice as well, Kansas City. So I think it was it's a good choice. It's a good, anyway, good move. We're not talking about the Chiefs, but no. I but know... I think Brown would be a very good addition to the Bucks. I think that if you have an offense where you have Evans on one side, Godwin on the other side, you have Brown as your slot receiver, Gronk at tight end, and you have Fournette in your backfield. Gronk looks good with as Brady well, throwing now. the ball to them. Mm-hmm. He's it's just going to find the open guy, and there's going to be four yeah. of them getting open. Because yeah, who's going to be? Who are you going to double team? I know. I don't really know which team's going to. Even the Chiefs in their prime against that defense, that is going to be hard to keep up with them. Even the Ravens' defense of 2000, I don't think they stopped that offense because you you can only cover with so many defenders and rush with so many. You can't rush all of them because then you've got four players who really require double teams. Well, yeah, plus I don't think that there's really any good secondaries in the league right now. Even like the Patriots seem to have come back to the pack. Yeah, there's and they're no talking standout. about moving. Yeah, really, like Stefan Gilmills. I think he's waiting to get paid. Probably go to another team for a trade by the end of the year. So, but how much know, the Pats' like... backfield though is because they're making zero pressure up front. Well, yeah, I understand, but I don't just. T- I was just using them as an example oh, because yeah, they totally were the agree, best but... last year. But I don't think that there is a good, really good secondary in the league at all. So. Yeah, even more to your point. I don't I don't know who's going to stop them. Because so. if you say, okay, we'll rush with six, that's five to, to cover four. 
one guy's going to have to double team, the other three are going to get open. You say, okay, we're going to double team all of them. We'll drop eight. Well, that's three you're rushing with. They'll just run it to the running back and you'll just get 10 yards every single down. Mm. So there's no way of stopping that if it all works. But as we yeah. all and they're, and paper, they're healthy as well. Like yeah. you said, they keep getting injured. That's the thing. And players keep getting injured. And that's if, I mean, the situation with AB, so I don't know, I haven't read enough about this. I've just been like looking at the, the money and stuff. But what what is his situation? He's still under indictment or he's still being investigated by the league. It's not all gone away, is it? So no, he, but he's allowed to play. He could be, but he, he can play. But when are they resolving it? Like if they when make knows. that decision. It's probably going to be when the domestic abuse charges with the police come to an end. The NFL tends to do it after police investigations yeah. and after stuff anyway. So it's well, stupid, good. really, because since we're in the NFL, the police, the well, police when, say, no, you haven't done anything wrong. Well, that means that the NFL shouldn't get involved at all. Well, who didn't that happen? Who I was agree. it last year or the year before when the police dropped the charge or the charges were dropped? And then the NFL was like, oh, was it Zeke? Didn't Zeke have like charges dropped and then the NFL were like, oh, we'll suspend you? That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Four game yeah. Like, like that. yeah. Oh, I think it's happened but, with a few players yeah. and it's it's really weird attitude from the league. To be, like you would have thought that it's really simple for them to just say, "Well, we follow what the, and Kareem the law is," and Wasn't that's it? it. Kareem Hunt as well had the charges with the police the, would drop. The with Kareem, the Kareem Hunt, Hunt one, they then... had to really make sure they got on top of because of the Ray Rice issue, though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. When there's video evidence being played around, you gotta really not just, "Oh no, he did nothing. It's fine." Yeah, and you see, no video he, evidence is yeah, that, maybe that changes things a bit. Video a little ev- bit. Video evidence is damning unless it's a catch, and then it's <laughs> and then it's like, well, who <laughs> knows? It doesn't count. Yeah. Um, okay. I did want to buy Cowboys fire sale. That's right. Yeah, why? So, why is this? Where's this fire sale talk come from? Because they're releasing Dontari Peck and Daryl Wally, and they released Everson. Everson Griffin was released or traded, traded. So those are where's th- he gone? Those are three. Went to the Lions. Those are three big off-season acquisitions they had as free agents to try and make their defensive line amazing. Obviously, hasn't yeah. worked, but they've started releasing them. So you think that they're either trying to send a message to their locker room saying these guys were brought in because they're supposed to be really good. Well, look what you guys are. You guys got to buck your ideas up. Come on, let's go. That's the or dumbest message saying, ever. Absolutely. But that would be Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones' ploy, though, wouldn't it? Let's face it. You facts. don't pull your weight. We're going to make this team around you even worse. So uh, just, you know, but you get to leave if you don't do any work. Well, we why get worse. Why would they release? <laughs> like, why really would they release? Uh, I can understand trading players. Yeah. Like we, you know, we mentioned Ngokwe getting traded by the Vikings. It makes sense if you're a team. You know, like the Falcons should be looking at all of those options now as well because they're not going to do anything. They need to reload. Yeah. So. Why cut them? I can understand them. But why, yeah, why cut? Because they couldn't trade them. No one wanted them. So they didn't want to pay them anymore. And I'm sure I saw a stat where Dontari Pose had the most snaps in that Dallas defense. And maybe like 250, something like that. And in all that time, he's had one pressure. Oh my god! And that's it. He used to be a he used to be an absolute weapon. He did. He was he used to be very mm. good, but of course, as all things, free agent. He's not wise, even that old. He's thirty. Might be a little bit older than that. Maybe thirty-two. Doesn't matter. Maybe anyway, 30. they've done that. 
so I, it's either them saying to their other players, you need to buck your ideas up and we've got to try and figure something out, or they're re- literally thinking to themselves, if we just start getting rid of players now and lose the rest of our games, we could get Trevor Lawrence. And then we haven't got to pay Dak. Dak surely, can leave. Surely the Jets are going to get Trevor Lawrence. No. The Jets could still win a game or two. Could they? But surely, as the Dallas Cowboys, you don't tank that hard. Yeah, you like, don't. You don't want to be that two-win team. Still, so whatever. close to being in the playoffs. Like that's the ridiculous Tough thing. Game, of the isn't NFC. It? Like, yeah, Dallas wouldn't need to get that good to be in contention. You know, Andy Dalton might be back this weekend. If he is, they're suddenly a team that's still potentially in contention for for playoff spots and stuff this year. Although currently not scheduled to, they are preparing Ben DiNucci to start. Okay. I, I thought I read earlier today that Dalton was a potential to come back, but that might have been earlier in the week. That, um, that I was I read, I'm sure I read today that they're, they're but, what's his face, McCarthy's preparing him to start. But, but either way, it's like, well, what tanking that hard in this season seems ridiculous because yeah. playoffs is a one game, anything can happen. Like, you know, but it's not if you're the Cowboys and you're crap. <laughs> I mean, Come on, yeah. the Cowboys! Are, if the Cowboys get to the playoffs, they're not winning that game. So why bother saying, "Oh, well, we're going to try and win the division" because it means nothing. Dallas because winning division gives you nothing for this year. If you won twelve games and won a division, cool, great, you might get a decent playoff seed. If you do that, you're going to be the fourth seed just because you're a division winner, which is a farce, and you, no team with that record should ever get into the playoffs. Yes. But, <laughs> I don't see why you'd ever think, well, if you go to the playoffs, you're thinking, well, we can go and make a run. We can get the whole way. If you know you're not going to do it because you're trash, and you really are trash, you can't stop third-string running backs from getting to 100 but are yards. But you are need they to have even a long get yourself. These players that they've cut and uh, traded, you know, they obviously weren't doing very well at all. So are they even going to get worse? Like, I think it, maybe it's just an admission that if we are going to win any games, it's going to have to be on offense. Like our defense is well, the, toilet. The, the defense was, keeping these players the defense was terrible anyway, but the offense hasn't exactly been lighting it up. I mean, as I said the other no. week, it, when McCarthy was getting uh, blown up in the media about the Dallas players coming out and saying that they, they don't teach us anything. Yeah, well, it, like two hands catch a ball. That's all you need. <laughs> that's, that's one key thing that Dallas receivers need to learn. Make catches. Yeah, but if you've got Amari Cooper there, he doesn't always catch the ball, nor does he always show up. Interesting to see if they decide to trade him. A rich man's Nelson Aguilar, Amari Cooper, I would say. <laughs> Aguilar had a He's nice He's playing week. well, yeah. man. He's having a oh, good sorry. season. Yeah. But, yeah, the Dallas fire cell is not a Trevor Lawrence thing. Do you think? I would imagine... If they if they put other big big players on the block, then maybe it could be part of the narrative. Which but other I big think players it... have they got to trade? Well, like you said, Cooper. I mean, I don't know. Zeke isn't very good at the moment. Who's going to want but, Zeke? Well, that's the Who's thing. Who's taking what, that what? contract for two yards of yeah. carry, something like that? I agree. How many fumbles? Come on. Yeah, Lewis. Who wants Zeke? Because I don't. He's been offering me Zeke for Dalvin Cook all week with like various receivers thrown in. And I'm just like, no. DK Metcalf and Zeke for Dalvin Cook. No. No. No, you don't want Zeke anyway. No, he's a Dallas player. I can't sit there and yeah, exactly. Dallas. He yeah. also sucks dicks. Yeah, can we talk about I the Eagles a little bit? Way, because you, he's I not think, very good. I think I heard that you're getting a lot of players back this week, Ollie. 
Um, that, that came back in the medical tent, or yeah. No, I thought I heard that Goddard was coming back. Oh, cool! Um, the second string tight end is back. Who's probably quality. better than Ertz so far yeah, this at year? At the moment, yeah, Dallas Goddard. I mean, don't get me wrong. I really like Dallas Goddard, and I assume it's going to be like Selleck was replaced by Ertz, and then Ertz is just going to re- be replaced by Goddard, and we'll keep the tight end kind of system rolling. Um, the Eagles weren't terrible last week against the Giants. They weren't good. They're probably the best team in the NFC East by yeah. the shortest straw. You're gonna, you, you're, you're gonna win it. You're gonna win it, and you're gonna beat the Cowboys this weekend, and you're gonna get to like yeah. seven, eight wins. Well, and well this that'll be fine. this week could be like an ultimate embarrassment for the NFC East. I mean, as if it could get even more embarrassing when the Eagles and the Cowboys struggle to beat each other. Like they play out yeah. a close game. That's uh, and that's why I really want you to just drop a hammer on 14, them. Fourteen, kind 10, of like like. It it could be yeah. a, a sh- an absolute farce that, and I don't know. We've seen a lot of schedule changes because of things like COVID. I wonder if just like bad football could be a reason to move that game out of the primetime spot on Sunday <laughs> night. <laughs> if if NBC just kind of went, look, we you you were really nice to us last week because you gave us Seattle and Arizona, which was an amazing game. Um, because of you know the potential that they were going to lose the Sunday night game because of COVID. Uh, maybe we could just shuffle some stuff around again and we'll pay you <laughs> pay you some extra money we'll take the patriots bills like that's a better game than watching the eagles against the cowboys uh it's i'm i'm not looking I don't know. To watching two it. crap teams play each other can f- sometimes be quite fun i'm not i'm um, yeah i'm not looking forward to it at no. all deshaun jackson's re-injured oh obviously like <laughs> Does he count Miles, as potentially being yeah. back, Dave? Deshaun Jackson, because he was back and then he went out again last week. So I think did, he did like he did two end arounds and then he went out, didn't he? Or yeah, he had a catch or two. So that was sad, man. Was I think that might be the end of his career now. I don't know if he's going to hang it up. He must be getting so- sick of all this rehab. Al- like, Alshon Jeffrey's still out. Miles um, Sanders is Sanders is out. out. So. That's good for me. Boston, Boston Scott can run for like two hundred yards and four touchdowns. Would be great. Zach Ertz is out. So. I just picked a Dallas Scott uh, up as well, by the way, as we're talking about him. So, yeah, I... Jason Peters is back, Jalen Rager and Goddard. That's the big ones that are back. So, maybe that, that could make a difference. I don't know. I just Wait want the see. Eagles to, like, kind of pull away a little bit. So, this... It's kind of... It's it's a little bit funny talking about the division as, like, a bunch of trash bags. But I, don't, I just don't... Oh, they are. I've always... I've always like I've always liked the Eagles, so I kind of don't. I don't want you to. I want you to just pull away from I, a little bit, I so would, we can just crush the narrative a bit. It's a, like we've had our fun. I feel like we've had our fun, all of us, laughing at the <laughs> NFCs. But now it's time to like. Alright, guys, move on jokes over. Yeah, Show jokes over. Like, let's, ha, ha, you know, oh, Giants, let's not maybe do they'll this. win. Ha, ha. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be doing this in December, basically. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's move well, on. Well, if Daniel Jones can string together a win and a half in the next three weeks, then maybe he's got a chance <laughs> of taking the NFC East. Yeah, but what if that Washington defense? You know, I mean, their offense is in negative yardage for the last two weeks, but the defense, my goodness, it's just, yeah, yeah. It, put it to bed. Okay, get a get a win against a terrible Dallas team. Well, just get yeah. it done. the game in 40 of that you're sitting nice and pretty dave because your team has already won their matchup for this weekend thanks to thursday night football uh, did you watch it though they nearly threw it away again i haven't did you i watch haven't watched it? oh really i watched the highlights oh yeah i heard that yomai missed an extra point 
Young Wiku, although, yeah, so Young Wiku missed an extra point, which is a really Falcons thing to do. But he kicked, like, five field goals, so he actually had a really, really good day. Um, I, but that was, I like, that That made it, that would have been a nine-point lead. I like how five, it was eight points. five field goals is a positive thing, but then you think, like, that's drives ending early. <laughs> like oh, no, no, a positive thing for him. Yeah, okay, all right. Like, he, he had a good game, so, like, I'm not going to go after him. He's having a really good season. But, yeah, exactly, Ollie. So many times we're in the red zone or in the 40 and can't get it done. Um, well, the, and the defense actually played well. Well, the Panthers were stopped so, three times on fourth down. And going yeah. for it on, like, fourth and three and fourth and two, which was yeah. really odd. Um, uh, there was the one where Bridgewater fakes the handoff and then tries to roll out to the right and he gets yeah. nowhere near i mean he stopped like two yards behind the line uh-huh. of scrimmage uh there was yeah. one i think where davis was trying to go through they, they did convert yeah on. he got he got stuffed yeah they got they got three three or four sacks on bridgewater as well the defense and they got the pick to end the game which um was, was makes a change yeah i mean it was but- bridgewater <clears throat> rainbowing it into triple coverage like that had to be caught because it was about oh, three yeah. yards in front of the receiver. If if that drops incomplete, that, I mean that's Definitely. why corner play an, corner rather. And there was another. Um, so on that that last drive, um, they had about two and a half minutes. Uh, the Panthers loads of time with one timeout as well. And the the thing that had happened previously for the Falcons had nearly thrown it away. Is Gurley inexplicably runs out of bounds. To stop the clock. Oh yeah, I heard about the that previous time, yeah. drive when he could have run off, you know, thirty seconds or made them take a timeout or whatever, and it was just like because they're used to being behind. After Gurley, well, it's like after Gurley screwed up the previous game by scoring a touchdown, which is just hilarious. Mm. That he then does that instead of just taking the contact. It's like either that's still coaching where he doesn't know what he's doing, or the guy's kind of just like an idiot. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's going? He might be TikTok. I'm not sure. But if you run out of bounds when there's two minutes left in the game, you might be a TikTok. Yeah, you might be a damn TikTok. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. It looked like two bad sides playing each other from the highlights that I saw. Like, the Panthers, yeah, the Panthers didn't do that well. Really co- they've really cooled down. Um, and I think they're kind of where they should be. There was a lot of hype about them when they were at three and two and then strung together some wins. But, you know, they are who they are. I think they're just like a nice kind of semi-surprise because I you know well, they were the Cardinals one of the... was quite a big coup for them wasn't it it was yeah I mean they, they were um they were tipped as to be one of the worst rosters this year yeah you know worse than the Jets on paper people were saying um with a new defense and a new quarterback and a new head coach um so they actually they look okay they're really well organized so kudos to them but I don't know the Falcons. It's so weird. Like if if even two of those three horrible losses had you know not gone so badly, then it would have been they've been four and four right now. It's so weird how the NFL is like. And maybe if they oh, cover that onside kick, and Dallas should be one game worse off as well. Yeah, all yeah. kinds of things. What ab- I know, it's so crazy. What about just with other like weekend games and storylines? What about Tua Tagovailoa? Making his first yeah, I'm excited. stat in the NFL against the against Los Angeles Aaron Rams. Aaron Donald. I know. I wish it wasn't Jaylen against Ramsey. the Rams, but. Well, I just pretty, think we're going to see Fitz Magic by third quarter. Midway oh, through really? the third quarter. Yeah. Oh, I hope they don't do that. That'll be so They won't do that. They, they need to let him play. Don't only do that if he gets Unless injured. He gets injured. Yeah, injured or they're up by five scores. Or if do he's that. getting the living hell just beaten out of him. 
No, they they can't do that. That'd be so crazy. After the bye week and like and Fitzpatrick being so vocal about it. Fitzmagic will have that job back by the end of the year at some point because that's what Fitzmagic does. He loses the job and he gets the job back and then he loses it again and then he gets the job back (laughs) and then he goes to a different team in Florida and yeah, like that really that really sucks if they uh, if they pull him. Yeah, like early in this experience, even if he's getting beaten up, I can't do that. I can see it getting like complete blowout. Tua looks kind of out of his depth suddenly because they're playing a really good Rams team. You know, he's inadvertently thrown across his body to Jalen Ramsey three times in a row. He's getting roughed around and thrown around by Aaron Donald like he's just some little like rag doll. Donald's just playing with him like Lenny from Of Mice and Men and Tua's the puppy and Donald is just breaking him all over the place. And then they're like, maybe we should just put Ryan Fitzpatrick back in for the last quarter and a half. Stop the kid from getting uh, murdered. I hope that I can see it happening, but I hate it if it. Yeah, you know. they need to have some balls and and stick you by it. If they, it. Uh, yeah. if oh, they after the huge decision they made, for sure. Uh, yeah, because it was bold. I, I I still don't like it to be honest, but hey ho. Uh, well, hopefully, we, hopefully we see you know the next young star in the NFL. So is it? It's exciting. I've already got you it. Know, his, if he comes in, his name's Justin Herbert. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Ooh. No, I know, but we can always have more. You that know. kid have... is fire. He is awesome. Yeah. Justin Herbert. Again, slaying it last week. Yeah. he's. There's a guy in my gym, by the way, who looks exactly like him. Oh, really? And I've kind of, yeah. And then I've, you know, he have these weird thoughts. I was like, oh, I should go up and like tell him. And then I was like, well, that doesn't make, he's not going to know who Justin Herbert is. And even if he did, he'd be like, okay, weirdo in the gym. You look like a guy I know, but I don't really know. Are you really hitting on me or what? I've just seen him. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, you, you look like that new, that new Chargers squad, and he'd be like, "All right, I'm doing." It's some, just like the, the old guys my thing, doing is some sets. Hey, I don't hit sound like a queer or nothing, but you look just like Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the yeah. thing with him, the thing with him, right before you, you kind of cream your pants even more, Ollie. It's remember when Baker Mayfield started for the Browns his rookie season, he killed it for six games, whatever it was, and after that, he's been terrible. Let's mm. give him the rest of the year, see if he carries on being very good, and let's let the give him two years. Let's That's... let the defensive coordinators find out what he's good at and see if he can adapt. Yeah, but you're, That's what we have to find you're out. You're comparing a guy that can stand at like six foot ten in the pocket and throw and moves and looks like a quarterback compared to a guy that excited people coming in at the Browns because he ran around and created plays and made something out of nothing. And now Baker Mayfield takes that something and takes it and turns it into nothing with more piles of nothing. And like, hang on, hang on, hang on. He does hang 10 on. adverts a game. Not not having all of that. Look, he, Baker, he Baker was, had a good he game was, last was, week. Well done. Yeah, he, he, what, well done for throwing five touchdowns? Yeah. Uh, like Yeah, that's not just a lollipop, is it? I mean, he, I mean, he Bengals defense had a really, isn't exactly, really good. Uh, he had a great game. You've got to give it up when, poor, uh, when it's due. Uh, and it seems like you're glossing over how good he was when he did come in as a rookie. There was reason why. He never really stood strong in the pocket, though, or looked like a... I... Well, he didn't have any protection. He had no offensive line. To roll... He had to roll. He had to roll around and make He's... plays. He was he... looking like Brett Favre out there. He never looked as good. Maybe not Brett Favre. <laughs> He was. Maybe more young Ben Roethlisberger. That's fair. He never looked as good as a quarterback as Herbert does now in his foot, in Baker Mayfield's so first So different, year. so different, so different. I, I, I know I it's completely agree. different, but it's impossible to compare players like that anyway. When you take into styles, you take in the players around them. 
But I reckon Justin Herbert gets more wins with the Browns this year with that team if they're healthy than Baker Mayfield has done with that team and would get when they're healthy. Oh, I think the same with Sam Darnold, though. Yeah, I think that too. Sam Donald. I think a he was Sam down that team. Yeah, he's Sam Donald's a much better quarterback than Baker Mayfield as well. Uh, yeah, I just don't yeah. think Mayfield's very good. I'm not a big fan of him either. I think he's oh, overrated. I don't, I don't like that narrative either because we've seen Baker Mayfield do more than we have Sam Donald. And yeah, you can see, you can say that okay, he's been put in the worst worst position, but you haven't seen you've seen Baker Mayfield string games together. You you can't even see Sam Donald string drives together because he's got nothing around him statement that's true yeah i know but you can't then say that oh he would do way better in a better team you don't know so admit you don't know whether he's going to do better i'm not saying that he would i think he would you are saying you both just said i think like he would do better because i think he would that browns team i don't have definitive evidence that he would i think he would i really think he would so i to that point i would say he would do better because I fully but you believe. Don't it. have, but what evidence have you got of Sam Darnold being? Did you see his being a good quarterback? Fifty-five-yard touchdown run. Sam where he D- sidestepped someone out no, of their soul. Okay, you can strike that from the record. <laughs> Get out of here, Sam Darnold has, has made more, uh, has made better footballing decisions more often than Baker yeah. Mayfield has done. That's what I'd say. I'd say I that he's got I a better arm. Th- it's better, more accurate. He just hasn't got the people to throw to. Or I think, a line to I think protect him. Baker's mobility gets him out of jail, and if he didn't have that, then he wouldn't be a good quarterback at all. Now he's got that, and he's using it, so I don't begrudge him of that. But I think that Sam we'll Darnold, see. as a quarterback, makes you guys, better. Yeah, you, guys are, you guys are really, you guys are really low on uh, Mayfield, and I'm, I'm not buying. That's fine. You haven't got to buy, but let's let's the time tell. Time will tell all. Uh, I'd like to see Sam Darnold win any game. Wait till he joins yeah. the Steelers, and he will. So. That would be interesting. I'd like to see that. I so would I. I after Ben goes, that's I can kind see of, it happening. That's kind of why who I want to get. Why wouldn't they do that if they could do it for a low first or a it high would be, second? Be, it, I think that if the Jets it's like Karen a no-brainer, tanking, right? Jets Karen tanking, they're going to take a quarterback first, right? Yeah, or definitely. Yeah. Second or third pick, they're going to take a QB. Yeah. So what's going to happen with Donald? It'll be like Josh Rosen. They'll probably trade him for like a fifth. Well, I mean, even if it was a second, though, I think it would be good value. Sam Darnold is going to so, be the new Ryan Tannehill. Yes, he would be. be. Yeah. Oh, oh my but, goodness. Actually, he's a guy that can throw and can live up to the hype as long as he's in an organisation with a decent attitude and good players. Oh, my goodness. Tannehill's but Darnold has good. far better talent even at the start as well. So yeah. he'll be the better version of Ryan Tannehill's in exceptionally kind of explosion on the scene with the Titans. How good is Tannehill as well? He's another guy that's actually really fun to watch. So good. Uh, and the, the just, and the Titans continue so to be a fun team. Although um, yeah. Connor did outrun uh, Henry last week. That's because the Steelers' D is very good at stopping the run. Yeah. Yeah, and Henry started cooking in the second but, half in the yeah. last quarter. He, he did. But get I like going. the fact that they they looked like a great team when Henry wasn't at his peak, and. So it doesn't make me think that it is all just a Henry, Henry, Henry offense. I think Tannehill actually complements it really nicely. I think it was actually a good game if you look at it for yeah. Yeah. judging Ryan Tannehill as being a good player or at least in a very good fit in that Tennessee Titans offense right now. He's quality. I mean, he's a top 10, top 10, top 5 quarterback right now. So don't need to say much more, really. Not Hopefully really. he keeps it going. It's really good. And he proves that Adam Gase is trash. Trash. Oh, speaking of Adam Gase, just really briefly... 
as we're talking about Tannehill and Darnold and Ross, those sort of things. The reason why it may not have been fired yet is apparently they're waiting to see what happens with the election because the owner, Woody... Okay, the election. The Jets owner is the UK ambassador for Trump. So if the Jets owner is still going to be in the UK, they'll then let him let the GM do what he wants to do and maybe get rid of Gase. If the owner comes back, he'll then look at the whole team at the end of the season and figure out what he's going to do with it. Surely all oh, right. so he lead to, well, Adam Gase will lose his job. He will, but it might not be a mid But the GM might as well, you mean? Or, or if, if the election's won by Trump and the owner stays in the UK, Gase might go sooner because ah. then, it, then there's no issue with the owner coming back and having to figure out what's going on. Whereas if Trump loses and the ambassador comes back... <laughs> Who's the Jets owner? That's, he then might wait until the end of the well, season it, and then just. Clear it feels house. like uh, it feels like that is the most that's at stake here with that election. It does seem that way. Yeah, that's the most important thing that's going to come out of this. Not you know the future of the, it the also, free world. It also feels like the most Jetsy thing ever. Like even that sounds badly organized and unnecessarily complex for a situation that's really simple. It's like running on fourth and inches down at the goal line when you need a touchdown you don't give it to the tight end who's never run out of the running back position before and doesn't know how to find blocks and run through holes you just give it to the running back who's frank gore who's old as fuck but knows what he's doing it's really simple in the same way you just need to fire adam gase (laughs) yep just get it done two weeks ago they should have done that in the off season and kept jamal adams that's what they should have done to be quite frank, but hey, I've said that a million times already, and I'll yeah. keep saying it until he's gone. Yeah. Any, any other? I just thought that was an interesting little aside to throw into it. That's all. Yeah, I like it. That's no, very interesting. Any other? Does it change the way people would vote? Do you reckon? Oh, maybe <laughs> New York. <laughs> Let's get him back to get Gase gone. No, because you said if Trump wait, if Trump wins, he goes. Oh yeah, no, yeah. So yeah, vote Trump to yeah, so, yeah. Sorry, I so think that's what will happen. The yeah, green yeah. of New York will suddenly all turn red to try and keep Trump in, <laughs> so that Gase goes. And Trump should just run on that platform in New York. He should just yeah. last couple of days. Like <laughs> I promise, if I get elected, Adam Gase will be gone. The, 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 the morning good. after, the morning after, Adam Gase gone. He's gone. It's gonna be the worst. perfect. The it's worst. gonna be perfect. He's he's the Democrats of he's the Ber- he's the Bernie Sanders. He's just the worst. He's the worst ever. I'll get the best guys coming in. All the guys, all the best guys. I was gonna. I'll start because I was going to use this week as my um, week where I just go with all the favourites and get like eight to one, something like that, and try and uh, try and just sneak through a winner because we haven't had a winning bet yet. But I'm not doing that because I couldn't even find that really. Like I wanted to just find like dead certs and then get really low numbers, tough. and I got to like I got to like four and a half to one, and on I was six like, oh, games, I can't do that. Yeah, that's on never going to hit as well. You know, it's not going to hit that. Yeah, somewhere. well, that's the thing. The NFL's so crazy that so I, I I'm going to reserve that at some point. I am going to make like a really low odds bet if we continue losing. But I will start with mine. So I have got the New Orleans Saints at minus four and a half. Little spread bet for you, Jazzy. Like that. Um, I got the Tennessee Titans minus six and a half against the Bengals. 
Okay. I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, minus 11 and a half against the Giants. Which is tasty, but I see that being a two-score game. So that's probably one of the harder ones I've got. You can see them going up by 17 points as well. Are you still on Will Hill or are you on Bet365? I'm on Will Hill. You get on Bet365 because that way if the Bucks go up 17 nothing. Oh, no, it's a spread bet. Ignore that. Ignore that completely. I'd have to I'd have to create a new account and stuff. So. Consider it ignored, um, Jess. The, it's quite a lot of uh, admin for me, really. Um, Bills. Buffalo Bills, I've got beating the Patriots. And then I've got the Green Bay Packers minus six against the Minnesota Vikings. And I've got the LA Raiders and the Cleveland Browns in a shootout over 50.5 total points, which I can oh, I completely like see happening. So that has got me quite a tasty, I think, 42 to one. I'll let you go next, Ollie, because mine is a bit bolder than that. Okay, cool. Um, the Las, Las Vegas Raiders, Dave, not yeah. to be anally Sorry. retentive. But you bad. can't be anally retentive if you don't have an anus. Apologies, apologies. So I, I too am going with the Las Vegas Raiders to beat the Cleveland Browns because Baker Mayfield is garbage. I am going with <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> to beat the Detroit Lions. Ooh, that's a trap game. That one I did I not know. like. That I one. don't like it. Either. I did not like and that one. On, There's a few I stayed away I, from, and that was. I kept one on flip flopping. I've gone with oh. the Tennessee Titans to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, boy. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills to beat the New England Patriots, which again was one yep. I didn't really want to be near. But uh, the Patriots are bad, yeah. but Josh Allen's back last week, and he's really back. Like he's yeah. Really... The Pats have got no offense. Yeah. The Pats are going to So, in that, theory, surely, the Bills should get that. I've gone with the LA Chargers to beat the Denver Broncos because Justin Herbert. Another trap there. game. Yeah. And I've taken oh, I've taken the Pittsburgh Steelers to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, oh, you okay. have. So, that's given me 35 to 1. Oh, boys, you've got really low <sighs> two odds. Two trappers. Week. Ollie, two trappers right. there. Look, one of those is going to bang I've you. Given I'm up. not sure which Can one Can I just is. say, like, I, I don't really want to get into the story of it in the bets bit at the beginning because that's the intro and stuff. But last week was such a horrific roller coaster of everything oh, was yeah, going great. One, yeah. And then the Lions score that touchdown. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, yes, yes. Actually did a little jog from the living room to the kitchen and back. So I was like, I might actually win this week. Stuff's and then the next thing pretty much on red zone is Baker Mayfield throwing that touchdown to the back of the end zone to yeah. beat the Bengals. There was Pete. Oh, ba- uh, Baker who? Baker who? Baker Mayfield? Yeah. No, oh, Baker okay. Bread. The guy that's quite a good uh, touchdown. That he one. begs to the bread, huh? One of his five touchdowns in every yeah, dog. He has a, every he has every the poorest Bengals defense. Every dog has its day. Good job, Baker Mayfield. Doing as a good team. Baker Mayfield is okay. a female dog, if you know what I'm saying. He's Playing like a bitch out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, excellent. Uh-uh. Yeah, that. So it now like toss up games and stuff after last weekend. I don't care about. I've lost. I've lost twice in a row. By one game, and both times it's been the Browns that have screwed me, because I lost the Browns the previous week was the only. See, this is where it all comes <laughs> from. This is where it all comes from. It comes full circle. All right, okay, that's fine. Jazz, what are you saying? So I've got much better odds than you boys have. I got eighty-two to one. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah, Jazz, so I went. That means I went more two outrights. Yeah, it means it's, okay. it's riskier. But I got two outright winners, and I've got four spread bets. So my outright winners are the Pittsburgh Steelers because they were seventeen to ten. So that's a massive odds booster for it. And mm-hmm. I can see it happening. I took the Las Vegas Raiders to beat the Browns because Baker Mayfield is trash. 
I then went for the spreads. I took the Lions plus two and a half against the Colts because I like the Lions to maybe upset the Colts. Yeah, so yeah, I can see that. To the pack is minus seven because Rogers is going to just destroy our Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins is not very good. That'll, uh-huh. that'll be the Bills back. doesn't matter. Bills minus four because the Pats have no offense. I took the Rams minus three and a half because I don't trust in Tua being able to diagnose and pick apart that Rams defense at this point in his career. Oh no, no, I, that's and that got you eighty-four to one. Yep. Because the, the Lions, the Lions plus two and a half was evens. The the Raiders was six to five on no six to five, and then the Steelers were seventeen to ten. Yeah, the first three are the punchier ones, really, aren't they? And then the pack is minus seven, still almost evens, and the Bills and the Rams on the spread are ten to eleven. So you've got lots of bets that are almost even that are going to add a multiply. So you add in the Raiders I- and the Steelers, it's big, big ones. Oh, yeah, I like it. I like it. And I also remember that last year when I did win my decent. I won 200 quid out of it off one pound with games where I backed th- four underdogs to win and so you're going big so I thought well hold a on a system. second why am I why am I just trying to play this safe I just need to just do what I think is going to happen I just chose the teams I thought was going to win I considered right. picking the Lions outright which had probably got me to over 100 but I thought I just don't like it enough I think it's going to be close yeah, I don't yeah, want to. Yeah. I don't want to back it to be like that, and then have them lose by a point. I'd be annoyed that I hadn't gone for the spread. I am tempted to put a, the Beefy. same accumulator on, but with the Lions instead of the Colts. That's how much of like there's a flip flop game for you. Yeah, because but I could also see the Lions because they never do anything consistently. That's why. So why did you a, go for that game then? If you're so tight on it, because it makes it interesting. It's going to kill you. <laughs> well, DeAndre Swift is, is running well. Golladay's catching balls where it's thrown all over the shop and he's just he's great he's yeah. very good um it's just whether defense can cope with the lions rivers, don't do rivers anything easy played very good anyway so the lions don't do anything easy That's and he li- the they like to throw away leads do the lions so you could happily yeah. so you could see them doing the same as what happened um early in the year when they're up against the bears and they lost by i think it was two points in the end mm-hmm. or even a point so you could see that happening that's why i backed against them last week and i think they won last week if i'm not mistaken and the Colts D is well, still that was one the, of the... That was the Falcons game, wasn't it? Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, sweet. Stick a fork bon, in it. Bon chance, boys. Bon chance. That's surprisingly good uh, bets, actually. Because I thought it, when I first looked at the games and I started tallying up stuff, I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be... No, I think shit. this week there are too many ones that, as I said on the WhatsApp, that you can talk yeah. yourself into, into so it. many of the underdogs. Yeah, yeah right. I know. That's the only that's the only problem, yeah. Um Jazz, can you send me your bet? Because I might do it. I really liked it. I kind of agreed with all of it. <laughs> Maybe not the Raiders uh outright, but I kind of agree with all the others. Well you can of course so change it to every line. Change but... change one thing of it. Because that would be really funny if that one thing is the if thing it, that... <laughs> yeah, I know. The butterfly effect. I'll enjoy that a lot. Well, I mean, last uh, week I did still win money because the three of my three that won, <laughs> I put as a triple and I won money on it. So This is the side segment Winning. of the pod called Jazz Develops a Gambling Addiction. Nah, like... <laughs> <laughs> Ten of my other 28 but I, bets, they, they came yeah. up in the end. So uh, most of them... So now I'm, uh, now I'm almost even. I'm only down...
big thanks for listening as always remember to like and subscribe us on itunes google podcasts uh, our host anchor.fm and all other good podcasting outlets because uh, maybe you'll win some money possibly if if you follow any of our bets that actually win go back to last year and then you might win some money um, remember you can follow us all on Twitter and Instagram return the picks all one word all lowercase on both Twitter and Instagram it's just return the picks myself O underscore J underscore Wilson on both Instagram and Twitter Jazz Gillum on Twitter and Instagram and at David Bluck on Instagram and at David Bluck one on Twitter uh, until next week take care and enjoy the football